0: co or find them on your amazon marketplace thank you thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of your support of the books of the podcast of the merch store of everything it truly means the world to us at hop university we cut the bull out of human and organizational performance training we were born out of necessity. We hear it all the time. Human and organization performance courses are expensive and hard to find. Safety classes put me to sleep! Help! So we did. We offer on-demand, high-quality online courses in human and organizational performance, safety, and leadership, all led by seasoned safety and HOP practitioners. No need to schedule time for that conference. No need to track down the latest guru. And no stuffy classroom required. Join us today at HOPUniversity.org. That's H-O-P universityorg <laughs> Hello, howdy how everybody, how are you doing on this magnificent Wednesday, April the 14th? This is Sam Goodman the Hop Nerd coming to you live from the beautiful and the sunny and quite warm Phoenix, Arizona. How are you doing? Where do you find yourself in the world? What is going on in your neck of the woods? I always, always want to know. Shoot me a text, 480-877-0155. You can give us a call, 480-712-5219, and we'll see how that thing works. Make sure you head over to the website, www.thehopnerd.com. Follow along on all things social media at The Hop Nerd, except for Twitter, because it is super duper special. It is The Hop Nerd One. You can get a hold of me through that's kind of easy, right? Sam at thehopnerd.com or thehopnerd at gmail.com. You can slide into the DMs. You can do all that sort of cool, fun, crazy, wacky, fun time stuff to get a hold of us. So I'm watching the comments. I'm trying to at least. Uh, I think I'm getting them. I'm hoping so. I haven't tried yet. So I, I pulled this up. I was going to see. I'm going to comment and I'm going to see if it comes through. Let's see what happens. I didn't get a chance to test this before we went live on the air. So let's see what happens. Let's see if it if 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 it will let me drop a comment. Let's see what happened. Look at that. It shows up. So it, it's it's magical because I tested this before and it only worked for me. So I should be getting comments from Facebook. I should be getting comments from YouTube, from Periscope, from all those different places that we live stream this thing because we send it practically everywhere. If for some reason I don't see your comment, just shoot me a text, 480-712-5219. If you're watching this after the fact, after we go off the air and we're no longer live, you can still give us a text. You can still give us a call. Use those hand Dandy numbers that are on the screen above, and that's a super duper easy way to get a hold of us. Again, even if we're not on the air, if you want to share something with us, you want to shoot an article over to me, you want to just you know whatever, you want to send me a note and say, hey, I love the Hop Nerd so much, it's so awesome. I'd appreciate that. I, I, I like that. It's cool. I'm good with it. You can send it to us at any time that you want to. Again, how are things going? in your neck of the woods. I'm always interested in knowing uh you have allowed me to be your tour guide to the apocalypse so far, and I appreciate it. I definitely appreciate it. I always do. I definitely, I love it. I love doing this. This is probably like my most favorite part of the day, and we're going to talk about that in just a second because I've been coming to you live every single day, and I haven't lately. What's going on? Holy crap. Something's happened. Everybody's like, did he die? I got a couple of those. Did you die? Uh, did you, uh, did you get the coronavirus? Did you get the COVID-19 and die? And the answer is no. I'm still here. Uh, to some folks dismay, I'm still here and I'm still kicking. So what I've been doing is I've had some other stuff going on. Um, I've been doing it live for quite a while, every single day. And I'm, you know, we talked about the schedule, changing the schedule up and doing different stuff like that. And, you know, this last Monday we did our first early morning show and I liked it. I thought it was kind of cool. If you haven't watched it, go back and check it out. It's kind of the same thing as this. It's just a little bit different, but go and check it out. I liked it. I thought it was cool, but we decided to go with that schedule and stick with that schedule and stop doing the everyday thing for a couple of reasons. And I'm going to share those with you in case you're interested in knowing. And hopefully you are because some of it's super duper cool. So here's the schedule first. Let's, let's talk about the schedule. The regular schedule for the Hop Nerd live stream, Hop Nerd live is going to be Monday at 5.30 a.m. Wednesday at five o'clock p.m. Fridays at 8 p.m. So I hit it all the time, right? Uh, as long as I remember to hit record which I'm really bad at just saying, uh, in my streaming setup here, uh, you'll be able to listen to that on the pod as well. So we'll, we'll, we'll try to put that stuff over in the podcast as much as we can. Obviously it saves to Facebook and YouTube and kind of all those wacky places. So if you don't catch it live again, it is still there. I know a lot of my, my hop fam out there watches this after the fact, uh, but you can still catch it if you want to. So we, we will be there. We will be there. So the reason why I have been, uh, kind of MIA, I guess, from the live stream, at least compared to where I have been over the past few weeks. Because I think it's about three weeks, right? I still haven't I still haven't looked, but I believe it was about three weeks that we went um, and, and just live streamed every single day, which was a blast. I'm totally enjoying that. But I have to have some time to do some other fun stuff. And one of those really cool fun things that I have been doing is working on bringing you our new website which is hopuniversity.org so hopuniversity.org hopuniversity.org uh, I would encourage you to go check that out. Give us some love over there. And, uh, it's that. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's, it's, it's hop courses. It's online human and organizational performance and safety courses. Uh, because we got really tired of just people call me all the time and be like, I can't go to freaking Denmark to take a hop course. Yeah. I feel you. Trust me. I know. You know how long it, it, it takes you to convince work to send you inside the United States. Much less outside of the United States to go take a course that's that's not a certification that's not this is not that that's, that's let's just be honest you're going you're going and you're paying for a name right and I'm not I'm not bashing it a lot of these names are totally worth it and I totally encourage you to go do that there's several folks that I will tell you they are worth traveling to the ends of the earth to listen to but. I have folks that continue, continue to send me texts and emails and stuff and saying, Hey, how do I go take a hop class? Or are there any online hop classes that aren't going to cost me like a grand? Is there anything where I can go take get some of the information and dig in and get some resources and do all that kind of stuff? Is there any place where I can go take some of these kind of more obscure safety classes as a safety pro or as a practitioner? Uh, because I can't find them because they're only offered like once or twice a year, and then I have to travel to here or there or elsewhere. You know, best case scenario, I'm going to have to go to Las Vegas, and I love it. Don't get me wrong. I'm in Phoenix. But if you're in Pennsylvania, it's kind of hard to convince the boss that you need to go to uh, Las Vegas. Uh, sometimes, right, <laughs> and and in the times that we're in right now, we're also socially distanced. That we're like, okay, screw it. Now's the time. We we had been tossing this around for a while. Again, just because folks have been asking about it for quite a while, and then when the apocalypse hit. It put a little fuel to that fire, and we've had the opportunity to actually dig in, build the website, lay out our first course is free. We have one on there that's free, and I'll be honest with you, it's super short. There's not a lot to it. It's some couple brief videos, and that's about it. But if you want to go over and check that out, you can sign up and get that course for free. Uh, that's our Hop Basic, or our, excuse me, our Hop Intro course. It's just a high level introduction to human and organizational performance. And then we, now we have we have our first offering, which is basically Hop. Basics—it's it's human and organization performance fundamentals and learning teams. That's what we talk about in Hop Basics, uh, and then you can go and purchase that course if you like. We're looking at doing some online on uh, some more kind of scheduled webinars, some live webinars, and I'm working with some of my buddies out there to uh, to maybe come on and, and help host some of these webinars. So that'll be kind of cool, right? Um, so you won't just get to see this bright, shiny, cheerful face, right? But go check it out: hopuniversity ORG, I would thoroughly thoroughly appreciate it. Um, again, we've been we've been working on it. We're going to uh, we're going to continue to uh, work up some classes. I'm, I'm talking to some of my near and dear friends, some folks I know have some really good stuff to offer. might not necessarily be in the hop vein, so we, we tacked in safety there too. Uh, I talked to a lot of safety folks and a lot of safety folks are looking for more real deal real deal professional development like the last thing they want to go do is take another freaking record-keeping class or go do something stupid right I mean seriously I'm gonna say for I know what it's like yay I get to go take something that has to do with the regs again because there's nothing else out there it sucks let's just say it it sucks can we just say that here we'll go we'll go right here and I'll let you listen to this hopefully this comes through you can hear a little bit of kind of who we are University, we cut the bullshit out of human and organizational performance training. We were born out of necessity. We hear it all the time. Human and organizational performance courses are expensive and hard to find. Safety classes put me to sleep. Help. So we did. We offer on-demand, high-quality online courses in human and organizational performance, safety, and leadership, all led by seasoned safety and HOP practitioners. No need to schedule time for that conference. No need to track down the latest guru. And no stuffy classroom required. Join us today at HOP University. That's H-O-P university dot O-R-G. Well, what do you think? Hopefully it's something that you find useful. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make the world a better place to work. We're trying to make the world better for even us, safety folks, and anybody out there that's trying to get more information on human and organization performance, especially in the world that we live in now. We want to make things to where it's less, it's less complicated, right? And again, I, I get it. There's folks that I would uh, pay my last dollar and travel to the ends of the earth to go listen to because they're amazing. And we're not trying to discourage that. (laughs) We're trying to give people resources. And hopefully, hopefully you can go out and use this, especially in this time of being locked away. uh, And go and listen and tune in and check out some of the courses. And please continue to go check that out and see what we have to add. We're just getting started. Again, that's hop, H-O-P, university.org. How are things going for you? I'm always interested. I want to know what it's like in your neck of the woods. I hope the comments are working. I'm kind of browsing, trying to get into some other stuff to see if I've got anything kind of popping up here. Uh, so if I miss you again, shoot us a text. four eight zero eight seven seven zero one five five. This is your show. Give us a call. four eight zero seven one two fifty two nineteen, and we'll have... An amazing conversation about anything that you want to talk about. I will tell you, today was a little weird for me. You know, it always starts with story time with Sam, right? Yeah, yeah, no, you're, you're used to this by now, I hope. It started a little weird for me. Um, so I spent, as I mentioned, we've been working on the website. So I've been spending some long nights here. The studio's my office as well. So it's kind of, it's kind of cool. We're decking it out as an office too. So the other side is basically like, this is where all recording kind of happens, right? If I'm recording a podcast with you, if you've been on the podcast, this is where I'm sitting at talking to you, right? The other side is basically, uh, I've got a really cool little ergo desk that, uh, uh, that Jarrell, my everybody knows Jarrell. He comes on, and hangs out. My my partner, my significant other, uh, he got me for Christmas and these massive, really cool dual monitors that he got me for Christmas last Christmas and stuff. And uh, it was all the hint to get all this crap out of the house, right? Now we needed to move it somewhere else. But we've got that kind of set up, and then he's setting up his desk, and and we're we're in this thing together as a team, obviously. And Avery, Avery's in this thing with us as well. Um, which is really cool because Jarrell brings a really unique perspective to a lot of a lot of what we do here around human and organizational performance because he's in the the medical field so he's got a lot of insight in how we can apply human and organizational performance around. The medical field, which is kind of cool, right? I think that's, that's pretty cool. Um, uh, but so he said, set, he's setting up here too. We haven't got his desk yet. He's, he can't decide, right? He can't decide on what he wants, but we're getting everything set up here. So, um, this is basically like a, a, our office studio, everything that we do with the hop nerd, with hop university now, with, uh, everything else that we kind of venture into. We're doing some stuff with Avery. You've probably heard me talk a little bit about dad, daddy, daughter podcast media, something we've got all that kind of started from, you know, kind of started and not, not really moving with it yet. Uh, but we're basically going to do some podcasting with Avery with, with our five-year-old daughter. And when everything clears, she's going to actually have her friends come on and hang out. And you're going to get to hear five-year-olds podcast around with each other, which would be kind of cool. It'll be neat to to see that happens. So It'd be, be some parents and some kids hanging out and, and doing that kind of stuff, more of a family type of thing but we have kind of multiple irons in the fire at any given time and and that's what we what we've had going on um but so what I was what I was that whole long story is to tell you that I've been living here basically for the past week working on the hop university stuff right so I've, I've spent a lot of time invested there and I guess where I've been gone you know I haven't really noticed but phoenix seems like traffic has picked back up that's what it seems like at least. So I was driving here uh, just a second ago. Today, that whole long story was to tell you this tidbit. Uh, you know you know this is how I do things, right? You guys know me well enough to know that now. But so today was the first day that I didn't get here basically at the ass crack of dawn, I guess is, is really what I'm saying. So the other morning – so obviously Monday I'm here at like 4.30, right, because – the live show we're doing the live show at five thirty, so i'm getting here around at least by five right so monday came a little early just because it's the first time and we're going to try to make things uh you know a little bit better uh make sure that you know i don't screw anything up too bad because i always do right i always screw up the live show but i show up there so i'm here all day so monday i'm seriously here from like four thirty a.m until like 6 p.m right um those folks out there that 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 are in what we do or kind of working on your own thing, you know, right? So I've I've got and plus working from home for my uh, my my normal job. So that entails me working from here usually right now. So I've got personal computer, my day job computer open, I've got other stuff going on. I'm doing it kinda of all at once, which is fine with me, right? But so I wake up and it's like six o'clock, seven o'clock, and I'm like, oh crap, I gotta go home. So I go home, I come back Tuesday, not as bright and early, but I get here at like 7 or 8 and then I stay until like 10:30 p.m. <laughs> and Jarrell's had some pretty wild days going on too right now cuz he's obviously again he's in healthcare. He's in, he's kind of on he's not kind of he is on the front line of a lot of this covid stuff right now. That's he's just texting me before I jumped right on here telling me that's what they're doing right now. They're dealing with some covid stuff. Um we have like a whole decon procedure at our house now that we're working up. Um, but so he gets here and he hangs out with me and he's like there you know the couch I'll show you sometimes. That's Avery's couch over here. He's passed out on the couch, and I'm still working on crap. And then we get home at like 11 o'clock right? Uh, yesterday. So I'm not seeing the traffic, right? I'm up super early. I'm here super late. I miss the traffic. I haven't been out around rush hour lately. Uh, we'll pull up the cameras maybe and see what it looks like now because it should be kind of – it's still pretty good rush hour here in Phoenix. It's 519 here in Phoenix, local time right now. Uh, but today, I, I got here, at, uh, my goal was here at 3. I got here at like 3.30. So I'm cruising in, and I hit traffic for the first time, for the first time since this thing has started on I-10. So I-10 cuts right through the middle of Phoenix. Um, there's a tunnel that we go through to come here to the studio, and the tunnel was jam full of cars, at least the travel lanes. So, again, I, I live in downtown Phoenix. has this neat little tunnel right in the middle of downtown and so I basically go off an exit through the tunnel, back up the next exit. I never get out. I never get out. I never merge out of the lane. I guess I get followed up and then go down another, another AV, uh, and, uh, head over to the studio to here. So that was the first time it shocked me. And that's what I was thinking about as I was driving. I'm like, holy cow, this is the first time. That I have actually seen traffic in Phoenix since this thing has started. I noticed I've seen that a little bit earlier too. Um, a lot of these kind of protests happening, right? Of people going, we're done. It's over. Okay. We're done. I would rather die. Let me out of my house and or else. So you've seen, I've seen some protests and we'll pull up the news. Maybe, maybe I'll mention some of those. I I didn't prepare any of that. I just was listening in and tuning in and kind of had that going in the background today. That's part of the reason why I was late. I actually had to take some time to actually clean the house. So I I basically turned on some podcasts and the news and everything else kind of as I'm cleaning the house today. We're kind of slowly, it takes us three months to, to spring clean. It takes us all spring to spring clean <laughs> basically because we're really lazy. That's really what I'm saying. We're really lazy when it comes to crap like this and we're busy. So it makes it kind of hard, but it was the first time I had seen that. I thought that that was crazy. So maybe people are getting a little tired of the situation. They're not seeing it, right? Did we overreact? Did we panic and pull the trigger too soon and shut down the economy? And now we're going to brace for this massive, massive recession. Massive. It's going to – people are going to – it's going to be terrible. Let's just put it that way. It's going to be terrible. Stimulus ain't going to fix this. We know that, right? We've seen the stimulus website. The check website went live uh, the, today too. Uh, are you getting the stimulus? I'd be interested in hearing from folks out there if you are getting it. Have you gotten it? Did or did you get it? Did you get your hands on it? That's kind of cool, I guess. Um, Again, shoot us a text four eight zero eight seven seven zero one five five. Super easy, handy dandy way to get a hold of us. But yeah, you're seeing a lot of folks just tired of being locked in the house. Um, and yeah, so I, it's crazy, right? There's, you see these states where there's, there's, there's financial, we talked about the police officer that arrested the guy in front of his daughter because him and his daughter were in the middle of a field playing, uh, a little bit of soccer, uh, together, I believe is what it was. We've seen the examples over and over and over where local governments are basically offering up rewards to rat out your neighbor. And I've seen a hilarious meme. It's like, yeah, you know, if you're the person that calls on your neighbor for not social distancing enough, you're the same person that would rat out Anne Frank. And I totally agree with that. I think that's, that's pretty spot on, right? 1-800-I'm a Nazi. There's the, there's the call-in number if you want to report me for not social distancing enough or not staying inside enough. Uh, but I think people are just getting absolutely tired of it. People are just getting tired of being locked away in their house. And at this point, we're going, why? Why? I was having a conversation the other day with, uh, with a mentor of mine and we were, we were kind of going down this, this really high level rabbit hole of the need for people to feel like they are a part of a tragedy, right? We all, it's, it's wacky, right? It's, you almost see the, 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 the glitter in someone's eye when they say the COVID-19 pandemic. Like they, they love it. It's like, I get to be a part of this. I get to be a part of this amazing, awful thing. It's, what is it in human nature that makes us think that that's cool? There's something there. I don't, I don't know. And I'm, I'm not going to have that conversation here. We, we sat around and talked probably way too long about that, but it was cool for a minute. It seems like, and now people are like, screw this. I'm going outside. Fight me. And I think you're going to see that as if, if you've got those, uh, let's just call them out for what they are. If you're going to call and report your neighbor, because you're like, Oh, I see them through the window. They hugged each other to collect a thousand dollar, uh, to collect a thousand dollar check from your local municipality. You're an asshole. You're worse than an asshole, but I will refrain from using some of the terminology that I'd like to use. Let's just say, uh, you can eat a bag of shit. That's about the only thing that I can say. Um, (laughs) And I think a lot of people agree because we're starting to literally see protests in the streets over folks getting tired of being told to be lock your doors, bar your windows, report your neighbors. It's kind of sort of crazy, right? I I think that there's something to be said about, you know, I get it. We, we, We say, okay, holy crap. We need to, this is scary. Let's do something. Let's make sure, you know, we respond. We respond quickly. We try to, to protect folks. You try to respond grace, you know, respond quickly, kind of get through this thing gracefully. But part of getting through this thing gracefully is understanding that, okay, maybe if we over responded, maybe we need to roll back a little bit and start to, you know, start taking the shutters down and uh, start letting some people outside. Just a thought, just a thought, because again, that's just stuff that I'm seeing out there. It's kind of wacky and crazy. I think it's crazy out there um, to see a lot of this stuff happening, uh, but folks are getting tired of it. We know that. What are you seeing? I, I always want to hear what you're seeing in your neck of the woods. Again, shoot us a text 480-877-0155. Get us a call four eight zero seven one two fifty two nineteen. You can jump in the comments. I should be able to see them up here on my main screen. I keep threatening to give you all a tour of the studios, and we'll do that one of these days. Um, I'm still kind of tinkering on little things, but I should be able to see uh, your stuff up here on the screen at some point. Um, but if not, I hopefully can see it here. So between three computers, <laughs> between three computers, maybe we can make some comments happen. Right, Maybe I can actually see the comments between three, three computers. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see how it works. I'm trying to open up some others just in case because, uh, again, for some reason, our, our comments do not like to load from Facebook. And unfortunately, that's where we get the majority, all, basically all of our comments, vast majority of them at least. Um, is on our Facebook pages. Again, we, we restream or we, we simulcast this uh, all over the place. So anytime we do this show, we, uh, we go over to the hop, all the hop nerd channels. We also go over to the dad, daddy, daughter media channel. We go to my personal channels. Uh, we go to all of our websites. If you go, and I haven't tried this out yet, and I'm probably going to try it right now as we're talking, know, it will probably set this little Chromebook on fire to try to open more than two tabs at a time. But I'm going to give it a shot, and I'm going to head over and see if it's – if even if you go over to our Hop University page – I'm looking to see. It should be broadcasting live to our Hop University page as well. Now, the pr- only problem with going to our website and watching this stuff, uh, you can go to www.thehopnerd.tv. Yeah, see, for some reason it shows me that we're offline. That's weird. But if you go over to www.thehopnerd.tv, that should be an easy way to get a hold of us as well. Um, you can watch the the show there. I'm going to try to load that right now. I do all my testing live. Not really. You guys see my test screens go up every now and again. Trying to, just trying to work out the bugs, trying to make this show a little bit better, make things easier for you, making us easier to find all that kind of sort of stuff. But again, you can get a hold of us in multiple different ways. You can watch us in multiple different ways and you can reach out to us in all kinds of different ways, DMs, texts. I mean, we just try to open it up as much as we absolutely can. Um, it, it's We just try to make it super easy for you to find us, super easy for you to get a hold of us, all that kind of stuff, just because we like hanging out with you. We like having that conversation with you. We just think it's all kinds of sort of cool. So it's pretty awesome. Again, you can find us on all this stuff. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on, on all of our different Facebook streams, channels, all these different things. Uh, and when you do, do me a favor. If you see us live, like it, share it, all that kind of stuff. Hit the, uh, hit the subscribe, hit the like, hit the share, hit all that kind of stuff. Whatever, whatever gives us like good stuff. If you can help us out and do that, it's awesome. And we, we always greatly appreciate that. I, I can't tell you that enough. We love our hop fam out there, um, whether they're safety folks, hop folks, or a lot of others. And we get a lot of others, probably more than we actually get safety folks and hop folks nowadays. Uh, but we appreciate all of you hanging out with us, tuning in with us, jumping in, and giving us comments and stuff. Uh, I like it. I love it. i got to have more of it. i got a yo from Jonathan Croft. Hey, Jonathan Croft, how are you doing? Hope you're doing super good wherever you find yourself. Things are pretty wacky here in Phoenix. Like I said, I think it's kind of weird. People are getting, uh, getting antsy. They're getting, uh, getting tired of being scrolled away in the house. I think that's kind of, kind of cool because people are just tired, right? I mean, I think that's one thing that is, is, uh, is pretty, pretty crazy. Folks are getting super tired of being locked away in the house right now. Um, we've seen some protests. I haven't pulled up the news yet. I haven't looked to see. Uh, I was watching some of it earlier. You know, seeing some of the stuff from from just random protests around. Uh, just folks tired of being locked away in the house. Trying to pull up some good news here. If you watch me long enough, you realize how tired I get of of the news in general. So maybe we can find something that's not so terrible out there. That's always good if we can. But we'll jump into all of our kind of normal stuff. I'm trying to pull up some of the top stories here. Uh, Trump will announce guidelines on reopening the economy Thursday. Uh, he said on Wednesday that data suggested the country had passed the peak. So, uh, and I'm not going to click on this and dive too deep, but it sounds like tomorrow we'll get to hear and see, we'll actually get to see uh, possibly what, is going to happen, right? I think, I think that'll be kind of cool. We'll see. Uh, you know, we were just talking about that. Folks are getting, uh, are getting tired of being locked in the house. People are getting tired of being, uh, squirreled away, you know? So hopefully, hopefully, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll get to, uh, we might get to leave the house pretty soon. Uh, at least that's, that's, that's what we're going for, right? That's what we're going for. Maybe, maybe we'll get lucky, maybe we'll get to leave the house. John of the Cross Well, I still have to work, so this quarantine thing hasn't affected me much when I'm home. I stay in front of my computer anyway. Yeah, that's where I find myself nowadays. Uh, you know, before and I I I won't say that I had any any kind of balance. Um, I find myself behind computer all the time for work and everything else just because that's just how it is. Right, We find ourselves kind of doing this stuff, um, and so I find myself there too, and I find myself there even more so now. Obviously with all this stuff, this involves me doing the computer stuff a lot. Um, my day job involves me behind a computer a bunch too, so – uh yeah, I I don't know. I'm ready for for just really just to get back to some normal kind of routine. I think that's the part that I'm really looking forward to. I keep sharing that with people. I miss just like the normal, like being able to go out, do something fun. Um I had a I had a long conversation with one of my bestest my bestest friends um before we jumped on this thing. And that's what we were talking about, was that basically Everything that would be considered fun is banned right now. So to your point, to your comment here, uh, I mean, hitting up a bar wouldn't be too bad if we could find a babysitter. Yeah, and that's the problem I have too. Babysitters are hard to come by. But to your point about the bar, everything fun is practically banned right now. Right? There's not much fun. Other than the, you know, the fact that I keep, I keep sharing that, you know, we have all this to-go alcohol now in Phoenix, which is really cool. I think that's one really cool kind of byproduct to this is we've had folks, uh, you know, the laws have been, I don't want to say relaxed. Let's just say stripped of some levels of their stupidity, or at least some. And so you can go pick up like to-go margaritas and to-go beers and all that kind of stuff. So you can still have some element of fun, but you better do it by yourself. That's kind of, that's kind of really what. <laughs> what folks are, are sharing, you know. Uh, so there's some cool spots here. Um, there's a place that we go that's right down the street. It's like a little taco stand type of thing, you know. And it's uh, same. You can you can get to-go beers now. You can go by breweries and get to-go beers. You can get to-go margaritas, all that kind of stuff. I'm obsessed with that because I hope that it stays that way. I'm, I'm thinking at least it looks like Arizona is going to be using some of this as the opportunity to strip away some of the stupid from – the law. So let's let's keep our fingers crossed. Let's hope and pray that that's that that's what happens. But again, jumping into the news a little bit that I think that'd be interesting to see. Let's see what they say uh, or what they what the president says on Thursday about reopening the economy because something's going to have to happen. Let's just let's just say that something's going to have to happen because either way, kind of the whiplash of this uh, is really going to be bad. It's going to end up bad for the economy. Very bad. The Dow drops 445 points amid poor earning reports and sliding oil prices. U.S. Senator says Apple, Google, Apple and Google need to show contract tracing will not violate privacy. Huh, interesting stuff. Los Angeles Mayor says large gatherings like concerts and sporting events may not come back until 2020. One. Let's hope not. Again, we were just talking about all of these folks that are getting frustrated and pissed off and borderline violent. Let's hope that, uh, that, that there's some awakening here. At some point, you just got to say it, right? I mean, you got to decide which one's worse, which one is going to be worse for us in the long run. I, I encourage folks all the time. I tell you, go look up the fatality rate of COVID-19. So let's just – let's call it really bad. Let's pretend like it's really bad. Let's say that it kills 15% of everyone that contracts COVID-19. Let's say that right now. And that's just – that's not – that's a made-up number because if you go Google it, it's going to show you that it's a lot less other than that. Right, It's a lot less than that. But let's just say that uh, worst-case scenario, it's like 15 20%. So we shut down the entire world for something that 85% of people will have completely survive with no side effects. Now let's adjust that to more of what the world actually says or what what the data actually says that 95, if not more, percent of people that come down with COVID-19 will completely recover. So we're going to shut down the entire world, lock people in their house, dramatically impact the economy for the worse. Uh, We're going to dramatically drive up way through the roof domestic violence rates. We're going to dramatically drive up through the roof suicide rates in this country. We're going to dramatically harm a lot of other things in our country for something that 95% Plus percent of folks will not die from that. Ninety-five plus percent will recover from. I don't know. Seems kind of sort of fishy to me. And like I told you, I'm not a conspiracy theorist in the in the in the fact of saying that I think the government orchestrates a lot of this stuff because I think they're entirely too stupid to orchestrate a lot of this stuff. I just think that our governments. Let's just say all governments throughout the world. Let's just say general rule of thumb that they're never going to not capitalize on an opportunity to 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 strip you of something, <laughs> right? They're they're never going to miss an opportunity to pull a freedom away from you. They're never going to miss out on an opportunity to tax you more. They're never going. They're they're just not going to blow that 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 opportunity, right? They're going to capitalize on it. So it's interesting. So John the Croft. So do you personally think this whole pandemic is as bad as this portrayed or do you think this lockdown is to be extended? So I, I didn't read that before I jumped into that. So that's kind of cool. I read your mind a little bit, but that's, that's kind of what I think where I'm at right now. I think that, I think that we've got a lot of news outlets that are into selling, uh, fear. They like selling fear because it sells pretty good. They like selling tragedy because it sells really good. Right? I mean, let's just level. They love when bad stuff happens, especially when it's really bad and really tragic. And even something like this one is not so much. If they can turn it into it, they will because it sells. So we've got a lot of news outlets that are are wanting to sell tragedy. We've got a lot of, a lot of other stuff within our, our governments and our city governments, you know, uh, we just kind of shared they're not going to miss out on opportunities right so there is they've got some opportunities right now to uh, do some stuff that they wouldn't normally do i mean think it's the same thing think 911 think patriot act right it's the same kind of stuff uh so yeah i don't know i think when we first started down this path and we go oh shit i don't know what this is this doesn't seem very good for us That's probably a good idea to react pretty, pretty quickly and pretty, pretty firmly. But then once you get to the point of, you know, I think where we're at now, I haven't seen anything out there that scares me that much. Right. So I don't know. I mean, but personally, yeah, I, I think that's where we're at. I think we're at a place where we we rolled out so much stuff and we put out so many restrictions that now we don't want to kind of go back. We're like, oh, I don't know where we should, because then if we stopped on it, then it looks like we probably shouldn't have done it. And then it's it's more of an optics thing than it is an actual issue. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think personally right now where I'm at, just seeing seeing the little bit of data, seeing seeing what's reported right let's just let's say it that way we, that's not always the truth but seeing what's reported i would say that yeah i think we're in a position to where we really need to evaluate getting things back to some level of of normal right i think it's i think is it sweden you know the swedish model that they do where they basically let it, they, they didn't ever restrict it to anyone up until recently they've been discussing it a little bit um they basically said if you're if you're older you're sick you should stay home and everyone else has kind of went about their daily, daily business as normal. I'm not saying that's necessarily the way that we should go, but who knows? I think we're in a position to where we need to reevaluate and adapt, right? And I'm not the president. I don't get to see all that kind of crazy stuff. Who knows? Who knows what, what stuff looks like? You know, who knows what the actual data says? Um, but the data that is reported again, make your own determinations. Is it worth what we're doing right now over something that 95 plus percent of people will completely recover from? Or is it just the fact that we like scary, bad, nasty stuff we like when it happens? And our governments like to capitalize on it when it does. And our news media likes to capitalize on it when it does. I don't know. It's up to you. You decide. I've got some personal opinions there that I won't dive into too much. Uh. I know it's killing me at work. I wish it would blow over. I seen something day CNN posted social distancing would still be in effect until 2021, 20 28, or 2022. Yeah, I've seen that a bunch too. That's, that's one of the articles that I just, just pulled up. Um, that was shared by CNN that, uh, even LA, the Los Angeles mayor, talking about large gatherings, so sporting events, concerts, all that stuff may not come back till 2021. And I, I did see that there'd probably be some form of social, social distancing guidelines and stuff that might be in existence for quite a while. It's, it's weird, right? I mean, it's wacky. Um, I don't know when you actually have to draw the line and say, okay, it's time, right? It's time. Which one's worse? Which one's worse? Uh, we need to, uh, we, we need to move on. We need to, to get past this thing before the world screeches to a halt even more, right? So again, I think you're going to get this kind of whiplash effect you're gonna you know we're not we're already seeing the issues, and the the really crazy part is that, of course, kind of the political elite you've been <laughs> John the cross says he's been socially distancing himself since nineteen ninety yeah I think most of us kind of do i mean honestly in our in our modern world, you think about it right other than like i for me at least i think uh other than when we go to like the gym or we go out and do something you know that's that's outside of our norm. We're pretty like not around folks that much either, other than each other, right? I mean, even at work, it's. I can't think of many situations where I'm closer than other than maybe a meeting. Like I can't think of many situations where I'm closer than I'm I'm at least like six feet away from most folks at most times. Like I don't, I don't know. But yeah, that's that's, (laughs) it's pretty wild. But yeah, I don't. It's crazy. You know, at some point the lines got to be drawn. At some point we got to say which one's worse. Continuing to live in fear and hide from this thing because, also, you, you're you're causing some serious damage to your, your immune systems at some point. It seems like, right? Because now you're not being exposed to anything. Uh, it seems like, in, in the grand scheme of things, you would want to be the person that's actually been exposed, got the got over it, got the antibodies, right? Yeah, so when you go get your COVID testing at some point, I've heard a lot of folks going out and doing that. I've seen quite a bit of that going on in Arizona here. Um, my my uh, my employer I've seen has been helping conduct lots of testing here, which is awesome. Again, I'm so proud of of some of these organizations like mine that are out there doing some really cool stuff. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I mean that's really what you want, right? I mean you you want to have a stronger immune system. Hopefully, you've gotten COVID, you've recovered, and you're fine. I think that that's the the better story. So locking yourself away and hiding from everything that's unclean. You know, I don't know what that really does for you in the long run. It seems like you're probably, you know, we're going to have probably other stuff that's going to impact much worse later on because our immune system will be compromised probably from that. But it's pretty wild. So I don't know. I don't know to to think that this might be extended to 2021 uh on into 2022 would be just absolutely Ridiculous. I don't think, uh, I don't think that that's, hopefully that, that's not where we go. But we'll see. Um, I'll be interested to see how things go. Um, coronavirus updates. Americans should prepare for another battle, CDC director says. Uh, we're going to have another battle with it up front and aggressively," he said. "Let's a global pandemic of the known novel coronavirus has infected more than two million people worldwide. As we know, more than one hundred and thirty-three thousand uh, across the globe have died from COVID nineteen. We know that kind of stuff. Since the first cases were detected in China in December, the United States has become the worst affected nation, with six hundred and nineteen thousand diagnosed cases, and Twenty seven thousand seven hundred and sixty deaths. So here's here's some of what we were just touching on. Researchers say social distancing may be necessary in to twenty twenty two. Bill Gates warns freezing funding for who is dangerous is as dangerous as it sounds. I don't know. What are your stances? I mean, everyone kind of did. I hope you've seen that Uh, we had seen. That the, the president kind of did that whole spending freeze to the World Health Organization. Um, I won't die too far down that rabbit hole, but I will just tell you that no, no, I will, I'll just say this long before, uh, this president <laughs> and long through presidents of many different political parties. Uh, I will say that I have disagreed with giving money to any folks that are outside of our country when it comes to stuff like that. It's not our job to fund the world. It's not our job to fund NATO. It's not our job to fund who. It's not our job to fund any of this crap. It's not what we're supposed to be doing. Cut it, cut it, cut it all out. What I would suggest. We're not the world's piggy bank. That's for sure. Um, but so what are your thoughts? What Do you think that's really, uh, again, I... I think it's crazy because you're going to get these, let's just say it like, let's I'll just call it out. Let's call it like this. You're going to get these assholes that like Bill Gates that are going, you know, that are, that are the elitists of our nation that are going to be sitting out there. And I, I it's frustrating. It pissed me off because you see these folks all over social media right now, right? And you go pick your, your, your elitist Hollywood, anything, right? And go, go look at them right now. And they're going, this is just an opportunity to relax and, and let the world come back to center. And I'm, Like you realize like people are losing their jobs and dying and killing themselves and jumping out of freaking buildings. And like, that's what's going on out there, right? Because of a lot of this crap, right? It's not really the disease. It's the fact that we've locked folks away. We've destroyed the economy. Folks are literally jumping off of rooftops because they've lost their job. They've lost their income and they're going to be out on the street. They get to go down to these new homeless social distancing tents that Phoenix has put up. Because we're adding to the homeless population every single day because of the way we were responded. Right? So I think it's pretty crazy, right, to see these folks sit back and and kind of talk about, well, this is terrible, you know. But it's a great time for the – the world is writing itself. The world is cleansing itself. Uh, The smog emissions are the lowest that they've ever been in my city and it's wonderful. All right. It's easy to say, you know, when you have a couple hundred mil in the bank and you're sitting back going, ha, yeah, that's great. This just shit. Just hang out for a while. I don't want to do anything. It's cool. I just hang out. This is, you know, I'm getting, you know, just, just take the time, work on self-healing and do your yoga and sit in your sauna that we all have at home and work out in your home gym that we all have at home and have your personal masseuse come over because that's fine. That's fine. You know, uh, Screw those people, right? But you just, I'm seeing these 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 folks do this almost daily. I'm like, shut the hell up. These folks have no idea. Bill Gates has no idea what the ordinary American, the ordinary citizen anywhere is going through. The Hollywood leaders have no idea what the ordinary anyone is going through anywhere, obviously, right? And it shows how disconnected they are. Our political elite, are so disconnected as well, right? No matter where you fall on the political spectrum, I don't care. I really don't care. They have no idea. They're completely disconnected. Right? Right? So it doesn't matter who's in there. We can sit here and say, well, you know, I've read so much stuff. Uh, You you hear it constantly, right? This is the most dangerous president. They're all dangerous idiots. Let's just level. Bumble and Joe is not going (laughs) to be any better than what what you got right now. Let's just level there. The man can't formulate a freaking sentence. The man's gonna to have to have, he has a teleprompter and can't formulate a sentence. You thought the, the Bush, the, the GW days were cool when we got to, got to listen to some of those world, word stumbles. Wait till you get to hear the Biden one has literally has some dementia going on. That's the only thing I can come up with, right? He's losing his freaking mind, right? And we're gonna go, this guy's gonna be so much better. He's so much more connected with, with the country. I don't think we're in good hands, I guess is what I'm saying. No, no matter which direction you lean politically, I don't think we're in good hands. I, I'm not happy with any of them. I'm not happy with any of them at all, whatsoever. John Cross says, How the places we played beer pong made us immune to their own? I think so, too. I was thinking about that. Uh, you know, some of the, uh, you think some of the, the uh, some questionable cups have been used in those situations, you'd have to think that you would have to build up some sort, sort of immunity. Um, not bad uh, about the gas prices, but I'd pay $3 a gallon to be able to go anywhere I wanted. I mean, there's nothing in Richlands. Well, that's what kind of stinks here. I've, I mean, I'll just level is there's a lot of really cool stuff that I like to go do in Phoenix. And um, it kind of sucks because there's no concerts going on. We've got some amazing little venues and stuff. Um, there's, there's nothing really, there's nothing, really obviously nothing's going on. So all fun is banned. The government literally banned fun. Let's just, let's just call it for what it is. The government literally banned fun because everything that you want to do that's fun is usually in a crowd. Phoenix has some cool bars. There's some really cool music venues. There's some amazing restaurants. And a lot of the restaurants here, half the, half the, the fun is being in the restaurant, there's some really cool little restaurants that are just neat, right? They're in neat places, they're on rooftops, they're in this, they're in that, they're in little shacks, you know, There's, it's one of our favorite places to go is this place here in Phoenix called Two Hippies, Two Hippies Beach House. And like you walk up to it's like sliced half of like an old VW bus like on the front of it and it's kinda like a porch and it looks like a beach house, right? And half the fun is just being there hanging out. So yeah, exactly. The government is a fun sucker. They've always been good at that. Choosing the lesser evil is still choosing evil. I've been saying that. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I can't, uh, it's crazy because it, I was listening to this. And again, without getting too, too far down the political rabbit hole, I was in Las Vegas back in, I remember when it was, whenever Safety Focus 2020 was. Um, I think that was like February ish, Jan. I think it was February, something like that. It was at a conference, right? And it was whenever the uh the Nevada primary was, right? And so it's it's like. If you turned on the television, and I turned it on because I, I fall asleep to the TV, if you turn on the television, it goes political ad, political ad, political ad, political ad, political ad. And that's when there was like 3,700 freaking Democrats, you know, in the, in the Democratic primary. So it would go from like a Buttigieg to a Sanders to an Elizabeth Warren to, um, all those folks, right? At the same time. And every single ad, like they never talked platform. Right. This is, this is the shitty part about where we're at in our country. No one ever talked platform. Every single ad was about how their strategy would beat the president, about how, about how the president is evil and they will beat the president. I'm like, okay. I mean, if you feel that way, that's cool. I'm not going to dive into my personal feelings about that. I'm just saying I'm, I'm no fan of any of theirs. But it seems like if you're going to, uh, Maybe you want to beat somebody. Maybe she's talking about what the frick you're going to different. I don't know. Seems like that would be the smart thing to do. But the whole, their whole platform has been, I just beat president, right? That's been, that's been the whole thing. That's the only thing that comes out of their mouth. I will beat Trump. Well, how are you going to do it? I don't know. What else are you going to do different? I don't know. It's just that. And it's just annoying, right? I just say that it's annoying. Again, I'm not, I'm not a fan of either, but to that point, is it's still it's it's just choosing the lesser two evils, it's still choosing someone that's kinda sorta definitely evil. <laughs> right. So let's just this is level, right? Let's just say that right now. Uh, I don't think there's many many friends uh out there. Not many folks that I've talked to in, in normal, sane America that's like, Oh yeah, Joe Biden, great dude. <laughs> and, Excellent choice. There were so many other choices, right? I, it just seems like if if they really want to stand a fighting chance, uh, again, I've said this. I don't. I'm not. Uh, I don't really care. I don't really care. I think it's so stupid. Uh, I'm so tired of of this 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 political party that pretends like they're two different parties that are actually just one. Um, it's just hilarious. It's just hilarious. So. I don't know. I'll get off of picking on, uh, on poor, poor Joe before he ends up in the retirement home in the mental care unit. Um, it's gonna be the same asshole being wiped, a different toilet paper. No one in a place of power cares about anyone other than themselves. That's the whole exact point. We've grown to a point to where we give our president so much power that they were never intended to have. The president of the United States really shouldn't have more power than a, than a glorified postal administrator. They shouldn't, right? That's the whole point is that if you stick with, uh, some element of the constitution, it's not supposed to be this grand dictator that, that legislates with a pen and, you know, what we see nowadays, executive order, this executive order, that no matter, again, no matter where you fall in the political spectrum, that crap happens and none of it's good, right? Uh, until we scale back to the point to where the go- the federal government does a lot less and the president has a lot less power, I don't think we're going to be in a good position no matter who's in there. The whole point is it shouldn't matter. That really, it shouldn't matter. You should be able to get a mini Adolf in there, <laughs> and the system should be able to course correct on its own, right? It shouldn't matter. the The powers of the president should of the executive branch should be so limited that it wouldn't matter that much, right? That's kind of sort of the point. I don't know when people forgot to go take government in school. But they kind of sort of did. Everybody I talk to is like, well, the president's going to fix this for me. The president's going to send me this. president's going to do it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Go for it, bud. Sounds like, uh, sounds like you, uh, just keep waiting and see how that works out for you for the president, whoever they are, whether it's Joe Biden, whether it's Donald Trump, whether it's whoever, uh, cause let's face it. They're not going to fix your problems. Even if you get an amazing one, right? They're not there to fix your problems and they really don't care at all. None whatsoever. They really don't. Let's see what else is continuing in the news as we kind of jumped in that we're talking about all this stuff that's going on that stuff might extend into 2022 and that Bill Gates warns about the dangers of lifting this too soon and about cutting the funding of who is dangerous. So dangerous. Uh, Americans should prepare for another battle with the virus. We've heard that quite a bit, talking about moving into the fall, that the virus will probably reemerge with a vengeance. Again, with a vengeance of 97.9% of people cured. That's a vengeance to me. Um, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how things work out uh, as that happens. Um, uh, There's a lot of stuff that is just closed down. That's all I'm seeing. Trump threatens to adjourn both chambers of Congress. And that's all that's happened. Everything's just a gigantic political game right now, it seems like, right? I think that's about the only thing that we're going to find. We're never going to find any great, great positive news out there. Everything's just this constant, just awfulness, just awfulness. The president just said that he may unilaterally adjourn. I just lost it. The page has to give me 14 14 spam things before I can read it. Thanks, The Hill. We appreciate your wonderful publication in which everything has to be 47 ads to click through to get to your, your stuff. (laughs) President Trump on Wednesday threatened to use executive power to force both chambers of Congress to adjourn if the Senate did not confirm his nominees for vacancies across the administration. The president, during a coronavirus briefing in the Rose Garden, offered a lengthy diatribe against what he described as congressional obstruction and argued confirming his nominees was more urgent, urgent than ever amid the current pandemic. Interesting. Let's let's see let's see if he pulls the trigger. Let's see what happens. Who knows? We'll see. Um, there was a fifty car pileup. On IC Chicago Expressway, 14 were hospitalized with that. I wonder what would happen if those 14 have coronavirus. Oh, scary stuff. We'll continue to browse through. I don't see anything super interesting happening. I mean, I'll just be honest with you. I'm so tired of the current news cycle. I just don't see anything cool. I don't see anything uh, anything that I really want to read. Because I, I pulled this stuff up. I pull this stuff up and I read it live. I don't pre-read it. I'll be honest. I don't. It's pretty rare. I mean, if I have something that I've listened to earlier, I might Google it. I might talk about it. I might pull it up and say, okay, that sounds cool. Let me uh, let me take a look and see what that is. I can talk about it later. Um, but when I pull up the news, I don't pre-read any stuff. I want to go straight for it. I want to click on stuff that I think is interesting and share it with you live and in real time. And if it's cool – there we go. We'll talk about it. If it's not interesting, i just skip over it. I'm not going to read it. And you get to see my reaction, hear my reaction to it kind of live as we do that. On this day in history 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 we'll jump into something better some history let's talk about the good old days Jackie Robinson breaks the color barrier on April 15th 1947 Jackie Robinson at the age of 28 becomes the first African American player in the in major league baseball when he steps onto Ebbets Field in Brooklyn to compete for the Brooklyn Dodgers how cool that is a big day in history that is awesome Robinson broke the color barrier in a sport that had been segregated for almost 50 years how Neat! You love seeing, reading positive stuff, and that does not get much more positive than that. Exactly 50 years later, on April 15, 1997, Robinson's groundbreaking career was honored, and his uniform, 42, was retired from Major League Baseball. How cool. A ceremony was attended by over 50,000 fans at New York City Shea Stadium. Robinson was the first ever number given retired by all teams. In the league. Super, super cool on this day in history. April 15th, 2020. We just mentioned that, that uh, reading through. Jackie Robinson's number was retired on this day in 1997. Um, on this day in 2013, as we're all painfully aware, sad day. Uh, three people were killed, hundreds injured in the Boston Marathon bombings. This is another, uh, again, big day in history. Uh, 1912, the Titanic sinks. At 2.20 t- 2 a.m. on April 15, 1912, the Titanic sank in the North Atlantic Ocean. 400 miles south of Newfoundland, Canada. In 1865, on this day, President Lincoln died. In 1998, Pol Pot, leader of Cambodia's genocidal government, dies in his sleep. In 1894, Bessie Smith is born in Chattanooga, Tennessee. In 1959 on this day, Castro visits the United States. Pretty big day in history, holy crap. I, you know, again, I don't pre-read this stuff. I look at it and I'm like, okay, we'll just jump in and see what's happening. And uh, yeah, April 15th, big day for history. Huge day for history. How crazy. All that stuff happening on this same day. Jumping in trying to look at the comments. My my comments uh thing is not working super good. Uh my comments uh, where I try to pull all my comments together in one thing over here on my main screen is not working. So I'm trying to look over here to browse. If I'm missing you, please Pretty please just shoot it to me in a text that makes it so much easier for me. Uh, 48071-uh, is our text number. Our call me number is four eight zero I'm getting ready to wrap things up. I'm getting ready to jump off here. I'm getting ready to go and uh, work on some other stuff. As I mentioned, I've been working day and night to help bring you hopuniversity.org. That's H-O-P-University.org in which we cut all the bullshit out of human and organizational performance training. We cut all the bullshit out of safety training. That's our mission. It goes along with our mission here at the Hopner to make the world a better place to work. It's the same mission, different name. We're trying to make the world a better place to work. We're trying to make the world a little less shitty for you to be able to get human and organizational performance training on demand, online, whenever you want to. On top of that, we're looking at how we can bring you live webinars so you can sign up for those in advance and actually interact live, Q&A with an instructor. And we didn't forget about that. Our first live paid course that we have there is Hop Basics, which is basically Human and Organization Performance Fundamentals and Facilitating Learning Teams. An element of that class is that you get a few hours of, of our footage that we've basically put together here from the presentations, audio, video, all that kind of stuff. You get a course guide. You get, you know, the, the dumb stuff that of course you're going to get the course outline. You're going to get a copy of the slides. You get to keep all that crap. Um, it's a great resource, but on top of that, plus we include you with an entire reading list too, which is kind of cool, that has a bunch of stuff and a bunch of other places where you can get other information from different people, different folks, uh, different podcasts even. There's a great link there to get you into podcasts and all kind of other stuff too that we provide. Um But the really cool thing about that is we didn't forget about that need for having Q&A. So if you go with the Hop Basics, which is – we have a Hop Intro, which is our free course. We have Hop Basics, which is our first – real deal course that we put up there. The hop intro is really just to give you a taste of kind of what we're looking at doing or what we started doing. Um, But all of our paid classes come with one-on-one instructor Q and a, you basically schedule it on the website there. Once you complete your course and you can actually talk to me, you can talk to, I say instructors because I've got some friends that I'm talking to. We're, We're talking about doing some stuff together. So right now when I say instructors, it means me. But there's some other folks that I have have some other SMEs in different areas that I want to uh, actually build some courses and uh, help do that. I think it'd be kind of cool to have folks other than just me, right? But you can go check that out again, hopuniversity.org. Again, give us a give us a check. Check us out there. Share it. You know, let people know if they're looking for that kind of stuff. Again, shoot us a text, 480-877-0155. Give us a call, 480-712-5219. We're getting ready to wrap this thing up. So if you're watching this after the fact or you're listening to it on the pod, you can always use those numbers to get a hold of us. You can send us an email. You can slide into the DM. Send us something that you want to share. Send us something that you want to talk about. Jump in. Be a part of the conversation. Even if you're not part of the conversation here live, we always will appreciate it when you get to come and hang out with us. It's a blast. I love doing these things. Again, our schedule is Mondays. Our morning show is Monday. At 5.30 a.m. Our evening show is Wednesdays at 5 o'clock p.m. And our late night show is Fridays at 8 o'clock p.m. We try to cover the full spectrum of time and days just so we can try to capture everybody. Jump in. Feel free. Join us on any of those days. We love, love, love spending time with you. Before we get too far, before we sign off, before we call this thing done and put it, dunsky and put it in the books, we have to look. We have to check out our famous birthdays. It was a big day in history. Let's see. is the big day for famous birthdays. Let's hope. Emma Watson, 30 today. Leonardo da Vinci was born on this day. That's pretty cool. Uh, I should click and expand. Let's see. That probably will give me more. That makes sense. Let's see. What else do we have? Cody Christian turns 25 today. Who else do we have? Let's see. Is this going to be as big of a day? Seth Rogen turns 38 today. Luke Evans turns 41 today. This seems like a pretty big day. This is a pretty big day for history and celebrity birthdays. Uh, Chris Stapleton, 42 today. Pretty neat. Esther Dean turns 34. Let's see who else we've got. Turning, uh, having a birthday out there. Browsing again, there's tons. So I'm kind of sorting through. It's amazing because what, what the internet classifies as famous is not necessarily what I would classify as famous because like this one, Instagram star pass. I'll call out a pass right now. I'll call pass on that one. Um, Danny Pino turns 46 and that's all I'm seeing. Unless there's more, I don't. I think that's about it. I don't think. Um. Yeah, I think that's it. I'm. I'm browsing to see if there's any cool stuff that was released on this day too, because I didn't realize that you could do this. Um, on this day, Barbershop Next Cut was released in 2016. The movie Rio. I have watched that about 47 times. I have a five year old. That's what we do. We watch Rio 47 times. It was released in 2011. No Good Nick says it premiered in 2019. See what else? Genghis Khan was released in 1965. Scream 4 was released in 2011. The Amityville Horror was released in 2005. Oh no, I clicked the wrong thing. I gotta try to get back. I was doing so good and then I clicked the, click the wrong thing. In Living Color. Premiered in 1990. Flashdance was released on this day in 1983. See what else we're seeing here? Anything else? Anything else? Anything else? There's a lot of cool stuff that happened on April 15th. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm, I've, I've missed out. I feel like I've. I should have been more, uh, in tune with, with the, with how cool April 15th is. I think that's pretty cool. So this is a cool one for me. On April 15th, 1996, no doubt released Don't Speak. So I grew up, I'm a, I'm a punk ass kid, right? That's kinda of, sorta, of, kinda of, sorta of what I grew up doing. I remember one of my, uh, one of my earlier albums that I really got glued to was some of the No Doubt albums. I remember in particular in the year 2000 because I had to look and remember to see what year it was. Return of Saturn was one that I really, really tuned into quite a bit in the year 2000. I remember picking that up at the time. This is when Kmart's were still around. If you remember Kmart's, right? I don't think there'd any. Are there any Kmart's left? I don't believe so. I picked it up at Kmart. How cool is that? In the mall, in the small town that I lived in. Uh, and, yeah, I remember that. I remember that – uh I remember that that was uh, that was a thing, and I really liked No Doubt. I still really like it, No Doubt. I like going back and listening to that old No Doubt stuff. So on this day, April fifteenth, nineteen ninety six, off of the album *Tragic Kingdom*, the band, the wonderful band, who's led obviously by Gwen Stefani, No Doubt released "Don't Speak." Pretty cool. This has been a massive day in history. I think it's kind of neat to see all this stuff that that kind of came out all. All on this day. See if there's anything else on this magical day. Uh, not seeing anything else, I think we're gonna leave it at with that. I don't think we can top that. I don't think we can. I don't think we can. Uh, we can top top that. I totally would. Um, John the Croft, Kmart CD section was fire. It totally was. I remember getting so many cool CDs at Kmart. Kmart had the best. CD section. I mean, it was the coolest. And CDs aren't even a thing, right? I remember going and like browsing through that stuff. Is, is it going to be like a thing? Like, like you know, because we had CDs, uh, all that kind of stuff. Is it going to be like a thing? Like in future generations, it's going to be CDs are going to be like the new vinyl, right? Oh, this sounds, it's going to be some asshole with a man bun. That's talking about. This sounds so much better on compact disc. Right. Is that, is that going to be the next thing? Cause I buy into the vinyl stuff a little bit. I've, I've got, I've got a little bit of vinyl that I pulled together, right? We like to, we like listen that We've got an old, uh, we've got a, uh, a, a record player that we've got set up down in kind of our main room area, you know? Um, and yeah, every song skips. Exactly. It's, that's part of the, uh, that's part of the, the, the experience, right? Like we talk about vinyl, like oh, vinyl's just so much warmer. It just has so much such warmer sound. It sounds it's just how it was meant to sound. That's what the uh, assholes. That's what the hipster assholes are going to be doing with with CDs later. It's supposed to have the skip. It adds to the uniqueness of the experience. It adds to <laughs> to it. It brings me back. This is so much better. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. I don't know, but yeah, that was that was so cool. I used to love, again, I was a punk ass kid. I liked all things kind of punk rock, all things kind of like that. And, uh, listen, I don't care. No doubt fits in that category. Early no doubt was awesome. They were awesome. Just, just, just cool. If you need to like go back and, and listen to some old school no doubt, you should, you totally should. I would encourage you to do that. Um, If you didn't have a CD player in homeroom, you were so, yeah, we had like the, the different CD players. I remember, um, we'll have total, total like nineties kid flashbacks, right? You have the CD player, right? That came in the, uh, uh like the big plastic crap that, you know, that they seal stuff in, right? And it had like the CD player and then it had the headphones like around the CD player. And then it had like a carry case. And then some of them, like I'm thinking about, I think it was Sony that put this out at the time, but then some of them even came with like an armband. And then they, you know, to see if you wanted to jog, like, who's jogging, who's actually buying the CD players, right? You could slap the CD player on your arm, like, that's this massive honking, like, CD player over here, and you could run around with your CD player on your arm, if you wanted to. Um, and then all your backpacks came, like, you, you again, kind of, all this stuff layered, it, it kind of coupled together, right? Um, to where, you know, if you had to have the cool CD player, then you had to have the cool headphones, and earbuds wasn't really a thing, right? It was kind of the more, not even this style, it was kind of those weird, crappy ones, right? The smaller ones. Um, the ones in between this and earbuds, I guess. Which were terrible, right? They were terrible. Um, headphone technology has come a long way since our early to mid nineties, right? Um, but then you had uh you, you you had the backpack. Like if you were super cool. Not only did you have the CD player, but then you had the backpacks that had the slot for the CD player, and it had the hole where your headphones would come out, right? And it was designed specifically for the CD player. And then later, of course, then, then that kind of transitioned into having that brick iPod, right, the OG iPod. That was a little bit later, a lot later on. Um, but those were cool, too. And I've seen kind of a resurgence in those where folks are liking those. Like, it's been a year or two since I've read that, but folks were basically taking those, repurposing those, and basically filling them, making it to where they would, you know, hold a couple terabytes, and you could just dump them full of your music. Like, that's cool. I want to get my hands on one of those. But with the advent of all kind of what we do now, right, I'm I'm a Spotify-aholic, and i just i love it right i just spotify has once i was like ah oh, that's stupid ah oh, that's stupid oh that's stupid okay i'll try it and then i'm like okay i'll never go back to actually anything else right um to where everything has become full streaming now you kind of miss that i think that's a lot of the a lot of the allure to uh the vinyl stuff right is that you can go out and you can feel it you can look at it you can throw it on you can listen to it uh john croft i remember i saved up my money from working at cousins and bought the first gen ipod touch felt like a badass yeah how cool is that i had a uh i remember i had one of those so i still have i'm bringing in i will bring it in so it's funny because it's in my car right now i bought an adapter I bought an adapter for my car because uh, my, my car is weird. You, it, it's, it's just weird. You got to have like an adapter to plug in a phone or stuff through the head unit. But um, I bought an adapter for this for the old school iPod, whatever the connector was right before lightning cables. Um, and so I could hook up my old first gen iPod touch. So I have one. I, I still have mine because I remember when I bought my two, I'm like, holy Crap. This is like the coolest thing ever. I can and remember that's when you still purchased songs, right? So you'd purchase songs and throw on there or, or still illegally download songs, right? That was always a fun thing. Those were cool, right? Using uh, all those different magical services that we discovered way back when. Um, but the funny story about that thing, they're just not made the same way, right? So talking about the iPod Touch, I don't remember what year this was. It was one of the first gen iPod Touches too. Um, I never got the, I, I never, I never really went with the the giant brick, right? I had some friends that had the giant brick, and uh, it, 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 uh, it you know, I, I just skipped, I skipped, I stuck with CDs and crap. I was, I like burning my CDs. And I still find them like if I go and I hang out, uh, if I, if I go visit my mom, right. Uh, she still keeps like all the stuff from, from my, from my childhood years and, 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 uh. And teenage years and all that stuff is still kind of squirreled away. So when I get to go and visit and dig a little bit, um, there will be like CDs. And I'm like, oh, this is so cool. And there's stuff like – a lot of times I never wrote on them. I just put like a little scribble or draw something like i got to see what this is. And you throw it in and listen to it. Um, John the Cross says that he's pretty sure that his iPod touch, his 1st in iPod touch is in the bottom of South Holston. So that's kind of where the story goes a little bit is that when I uh, had mine, I'd had it for a little while. And I ended up leaving it in my pants pocket and I ended up washing it in the washing machine. And the cool part about that is, is I didn't realize that I'd done that. So I not only washed it, but then I threw it in the dryer and I discovered it in the dryer after it had completely finished its cycle. So I had, I had washed it through the entire thing dried it through the entire cycle, pulled it out, charged it, and it still works to this day. It still works to this day. It's in my car right now. It has a couple bugs. I won't, you know, it had some bugs immediately after that, but it didn't stop working. It still works to this day. How cool is that? I leave it plugged up in my car and I can flip over to it. I can seriously just flip over to it and kind of navigate through it, through my car. And uh, it still works to this day. All those original, everything you name it right you have a flashback to uh, imagine imagine 15 16 year old you and your playlist probably looks similar to mine right like a little bit of everything on there but it still works to this day so i washed it i dried it and it still works to this day so i couldn't imagine doing that with an an actual iphone now right like i don't i don't think i don't think our our iPhones would actually actually do that now right but first gen ipod og and then or, or first gen ipod touch totally survived washer totally survived dryer they don't make stuff like that anymore right <laughs> <They> just don't <laughs> apple got us they hooked us with their quality and their intuitiveness and now they deliver us crap this what <laughs> you can't wash them anymore it's not gonna happen but super cool yeah so I totally, you know, I, I miss that. I'm We were talking about the Kmart CD section. I miss Kmart in general. Kmart had a very particular kind of ambiance to it. It had a very particular kind of. Kmart smelled like Kmart, and that makes sense. Kmart smelled like Kmart. Kmart, you you could put yourself in a Kmart, and you could just kind of go blindfolded, and you go, "Oh, okay, Kmart." <laughs> right. It just it had that kind of particular thing going on there. Uh, I used to love Kmart, and I miss that. I definitely miss I miss Kmart. Um. But hanging out in that CD, uh, hanging out in that CD aisle was a blast. Totally enjoyed it. Uh, I missed that. I miss the old, uh, you know, the days of, of dumping playlists over onto the uh, iPod touch. Uh, I missed the days of burning the CDs. that was, that was always cool, right? Cause in some you'd get like this, uh, you'd get like this CD, you get somebody's car in particular and you'd be listening to a CD, right? You're like, God, this CD is awesome. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll burn you a copy of it. I'll burn you a copy of my playlist, bruh. Right. Remember Bernie CDs and some songs weren't compatible or something? I had a CD once that the only thing that made it to the CD was Break Your Neck (laughs) by Buster Rise. I was disappointed, but I wasn't. I was hyped on every (laughs) time. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. There you go. That's pretty good. Yes. Sometimes. Yeah. That was, that was in the early days, especially in the days of, uh, kind of bootlegging, bootlegging music. That's always interesting, right? To, to, to try to to see how stuff works like that, to 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 bootleg stuff. Because then you never know, right? Some of it was compatible, some of it wasn't, some of it was wacky, some of it worked, some of it didn't work. It was just like a weird thing. When it worked, it was super cool, right? It was a blast when it actually worked because you could just dump stuff over there and it was awesome. But I think that is just about all. I have for today. We've been going for about an hour and fifteen hour and twenty minutes. We're going to wrap things up here. I've got to jump over and continue to work on some stuff for Hop University. We've been talking about Hop University this entire time. It's H O P University dot O R G for Human Organization Performance Training. So do me a favor, check that out uh, again if you are listening to us after the fact. We're not live anymore because we're not going to be live in about a minute. You can. Text us right here. Call us right here. 480-877-0155. Give us a call. 480-712-5219. We'll talk about all of that kind of stuff. Anything you want to talk about, shoot us a text, leave us a voicemail. We'll bring it up on our next, on our next live stream, which today is Wednesday. So our next live stream would be our late night show, which would be Friday at 8 p.m. So every Monday, 5 30 a.m., that's our morning wake up show. Every Wednesday is our evening show. That is Wednesdays at 5 p.m. And Fridays, that's our late night show. Fridays at 8 o'clock. PM. It is the hop nerd live. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me or continuing to allow me to be your tour guide to the apocalypse. I love it. I like it. I got to have more of it. I really enjoy it. I am Sam Goodman, the hop nerd. If you're not tuning into the podcast, do me a favor, go over, check that out. Give it a, uh, give it a subscribe. Listen to those. Do me, do me a favor, subscribe to the podcast. You can find it anywhere that you find podcasts. Most folks like to find it on, uh, you guessed it. Apple Podcasts. Huh. Who would have ever thought that? We're on Spotify. We're on all those places. Any, any, practically any place that you find podcasts. Uh, the vast majority of you find podcasts the same place that I do, right? Apple Podcasts. Spotify has some pretty amazing Spotify only, right? Uh, podcasts. So Spotify is a great place too. I use both of those. For all of my podcast stuff um, But we're everywhere So do me a favor Check out the podcast We are a podcast primarily I do this for fun This is just me Because I'm a nerd And I like having fun So this is me up here Having fun but go check that out. Follow along on all things social media. Check out www.thehopnerd.com. Subscribe to all of our stuff. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We're all over the place. Um, the website's an easy way to get a hold of us. Our social media is probably the easiest way to get a hold of us. Follow me on LinkedIn. You just look for this ugly mug. It's under Samuel Goodman. You can follow The Hop Nerd on LinkedIn. You can also follow Hop University on LinkedIn. I'd appreciate you going and following that one in particular. Because we just started the Hop University. It was, I say we just started, we've been working on it for a couple of weeks, but everything kind of went live last night. That's why I was here until like midnight last night. Um, but do me a favor and go, uh, go, go follow that, like that, all that kind of stuff, whatever you got to do to, to show us some love there. Um, but again, our website, www.thehopner.com and www.thehop, hop, hop universe, or excuse me, hop, hop university.org. Hop university. .org. There we go. I mess it up. I keep messing it up. It's new. It's brand new to me. I can't remember my own stuff. But... Check us out. Do all that kind of stuff. We always appreciate you hanging out with us. We always appreciate you coming and spending some time with us, having this conversation with us. That's what this whole live show is all about, is just having a conversation about anything that you want to have a conversation about. I like to look at the news. I like to look at On This Day in History. I like to do all that kind of stuff, so you can expect a little bit of that. But we will take that conversation wherever you want to take this conversation. That's what we do. That's why it's fun to me, because I never know what the heck we're going to talk about. Jonathan Croft and I just sat here. And talked about CDs and he's just brought up LimeWire. LimeWire was the best virus, exactly. So we talked about CDs and Kmart and all kinds of crazy stuff from back in, uh, back in the day, right? We talked about iPod touches and we get to tell a story about me washing and drying my iPod touch and it's still working to this day. It's in my car, right out there, right now. I can go turn on my car and click and it will play and it still works I washed it and dried it and I've had it for freaking ever and it still works so we get to have all kinds of fun I guess is what I'm saying so make sure you tune in every Monday at 5.30am that's our wake up show all these are Phoenix time Wednesdays at 5, that's what we're doing right now. That's our evening show, and Fridays at 8. We look forward to hearing you. Again, I'm Sam Goodman. I'm getting out of here. I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate you hanging out with me, spending time with me, all that kind of sort of stuff. So until next time, thank you for allowing me to be your tour guide to the apocalypse. Thank you for tuning in. I'm the Hop Nerd, Sam Goodman, signing out. Bye, everybody, bye. Bye. <laughs>